it's taking taking what you have, what can you do with it? What can you create out of it? That is beautiful, Anne. That is beautiful. And so many people need that. So many people, especially I think for women, we need to, like you just said, not power through it. Because I think for us, many of us, we're so, you know, we're moms, we're wives, we wear so many different hats that our own needs become secondary and we don't give ourselves the grace and permission to face the reality of what's going on with us. Absolutely. And we have been socialized Mm -hmm. (laughs) to operate that way. Um, You know, this is one of the other um, riches that emotions bring to us. Even the the so-called, you know, lower feeling tone emotions like you know, the things like the anger sadness betrayal fear anxiety etc um those emotions when you become fluent with them and really start dialing into them they can help us identify our desires and i think this is particularly important for women because as you said we don't inherently um put our desires at the forefront we have been essentially socialized that we are objects of desire and we are to serve other people in acquiring their desires so we we never really put ourselves at the forefront we don't center our desires and if we don't do that then oftentimes we're not even clear on identifying our desires And so one of my favorite things that happens in working through emotions is they're literal clues to what it is that you want. What is your ideal outcome? Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. And that is so wonderful. I think your program is so amazing. Uh, As you mentioned, you know, I, I know a little bit about it because I happened to be there at this event and I heard about, you know, all of the great things that you're doing, but Please tell tell the viewers about your program and how they can find you. Um, we're, we're we're still in our conversation, but I just want to get that out there. I want to I want people to know because there are many people. You know, as unfortunately we know that there are many people who are suffering. It may not be cancer. It may be some other illness. It may be just life. They just may be in a bad place. And sometimes, I believe it really helps when you have a person that you can lean on and come to for guidance that has had some experience to pull from, that Mm -hmm. from their own life experience, their own hardships, their own struggles, they've done what you've done, created a beautiful program that can help them in those areas. Because I think for women particularly, it is hard for us. You know, they say it's hard for men to ask for help. I think men ask for what they need far more than we do. For women, oh, it's very hard. Yeah, it's hard for us to ask for what we need. And if you could just tell us a little bit about your program and what you have going on right now, that'd be great. Okay, um, cool. Thanks for asking. So I actually work with a variety of clients. So one type of client that I do work with, um, as we've already discussed, women that are affected by a breast cancer or 
a cancer diagnosis. It doesn't necessarily have to be breast cancer. Um, and so I have programs for women surrounding breast cancer according to where they are in their experience. So I have one program for women who are newly diagnosed or are experiencing a recurrence. I have a program also for women who are on the other side who are um, ready to start rebuilding and recover from having gone through treatment. Because um, as you might imagine, it's very disruptive and oftentimes major life changes happen after treatment is completed. I also have programs for women who do not have any cancer <laughs> diagnosis or um, you know, uh, experience with it. And that, those programs are, I think of them, it's gonna maybe sound a little silly, but preventative medicine. So if you can learn how to get into emotional fluidity, and if you can learn how to deepen your mental, spiritual, and emotional well-being, um, you're probably going to have a pretty good outcome. You're probably going to be healthier by developing those skills earlier in life. Do I have data for that? Hell no. Do I believe it? Absolutely. <laughs> It's absolutely true. It's absolutely true. There is definitely a connection. Like you said, I mean, even by your own testimony, you, you mentioned when you were in that space of just kind of giving up, you, you were so weak, you couldn't get out of the bed. I believe when you change, and I'm going to use a quote from one of my favorite um, authors and mentor, um, the beloved Wayne Dyer, when you changed the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Yes. And when and when you start, you know, seeing yourself as more than a conqueror, as somebody who like, you know, somebody who's going to push through the pain. That gives you energy that gives your body energy sitting in the sun, going out in nature that gives your body energy when you become aware. And now you start feeding yourself nutritious food that gives your body energy. Um, so all of that plays a part in. It's something that I speak to often too with my clients. I mean, not only, you know, I understand the connection. I understand the connection, you know, and, and thank you for offering these types of services to women who may not have breast cancer, you know, who may not have a cancer diagnosis, but just to have the full spectrum of services, I think is so beautiful. And I thank you for that. So could they go to your website to find that information out about your coaching program? Absolutely. Yeah. All of my coaching programs are um, described in exquisite detail on my website. And um, that's also where people can schedule, you know, a, a complimentary consultation call with me just to chat about them to see if it's a good fit, if it's something that they're interested in doing. So, yeah. That's wonderful. Thank you for that. Thank you. So I have a couple of more questions. So as a spokesperson for the This is MBC Imagine Project, you're advocating for increased awareness and support for people living with metastatic breast cancer. What do you hope to achieve through this initiative and how can individuals and communities get involved in the effort to improve outcomes for MBC patients? 
Okay, so MetaViber is a, yeah, it's a very broad, there's so many um, different areas of advocacy that fall under this umbrella. Um, the two that I personally focus on, um, the, the well-being of women that are affected by a cancer diagnosis, I feel like um, our, our cancer centers in the U.S., They've come a long way, but we still have a lot of work left to do in terms of the emotional education and support. So that is not evenly and widely available. It, it really depends on where a woman is, is um, receiving her treatment. So that is at the forefront for me, is helping women learn that there are very different ways to experience breast cancer. It doesn't have to be... Um, what she might envision when she receives the news of the diagnosis. There is a shit ton of living that can be done regardless yes, of the diagnosis yes. or the prognosis. So that's number one. <laughs> yes. And then number two, because remember, I'm a former breast cancer researcher. Um, you know, we I, I advocate for more funding to be allocated to this disease area. I agree. I agree. You know, I think I've shared this with you. I have had, let me see, actually three women in my family who have, and a couple of women that I know personally like family who actually had breast cancer. Um, and I wish they had a program like yours to go to. And I think that's part of the reason why I was so intrigued by you and really captivated by you because I just remember thinking, wow, if only my aunt or my cousin had access to the information you provide to your example, that that may have been helpful to them. You know, the emotional piece that you mentioned is, is big piece of the puzzle, you know, is a huge piece of the puzzle. And it's unfortunate that there isn't more of a focused uh, approach for that piece. You know, I, I believe that that is very important to, to address and to have services that come in, navigate through that, through that process. And just, again, thank you for what you're doing. It, it really touched me when I, when I learned about it, because like I said, I really thought to myself, wow, this would be great if my cousin knew about it. So this is really the reason why I wanted to have you as my very first guest, because if you are out there, if you happen to hear this wonderful, powerful testimony from the Miss Ann Ramsdale, and you feel like you need to be supported and you want to do so in a space that is loving and genuine and authentic, please look her up at annramsdell.com. I promise you, your life is going to change. Um, you're going to be empowered and you're going to be led by somebody who, who knows what it's like to have those feelings. You know, I just think, I really believe sometimes you can't be coached by somebody who hasn't had the gall to walk through the things that you were asking them to walk through. So I personally love to be mentored by somebody who has 
experienced some things, you know, the university of adversity, I think is the best teacher. When you learn things from Ooh, the hard knocks of life. I love that. <laughs> University of a I apologize for interrupting. Ooh, I love that. <laughs> no, but I just think real life experience is the best. I mean, I'm a nurse. I've been a mentor for years. But when I when I speak with people, very rarely do I speak about that part of my life. I speak about my real life experience when I when I talk about having faith. It's because I've been in positions where I've really had to stand on that. I just think when you connect with people who have walked the walk, you know, who are not just people who studied it, but they've actually had to live through this. And that's why I think your program is so important. And again, if you happen to be watching this today and you feel like, wow, this is something I really need, give yourself permission Give yourself the grace to get the help that you need. You know, you we are not meant to do life alone. We are not meant to be uh, alone in our suffering. You don't have to suffer. You, and that's the thing. We don't have, suffering is a choice. You don't have to choose to suffer. And I think that's that's uh, surrendering. Thank you for that. that I, I have a, a new outlook thing to you. And um, that's that's amazing. So I have one more question, and it'll be time to wrap it up. Actually, I oh my goodness, the time is flying. So <laughs> I know I could talk to you forever. Like that's for real. So, what is one tangible action step us can start today? Like, what is one thing they can do today? to get them on the path. If they're in a, a bad place, if they if they are where you were on each, like go back there. What is what would be the thing or one piece of advice you would have given yourself then that you or give the audience now if they're in that place. That's where they and they're just like the heck with it. They're ready to throw in the towel. What would you tell them? Oh my goodness. What would I tell them? So I'm, I'm taking myself, sorry, my eyes are closed because I'm literally taking myself back to that beach. Mm-hmm. I would tell them that the most important thing is to be present with their feelings and to allow their feelings of joy or pleasure to guide them. Now is the time to eat the ice cream. Now is the time to play with the seagulls. Now is the time to take the rest. If that's what your body is telling you, do it. Um, And when your body is telling you that she's angry or she's frustrated, listen to her and go, okay, treat her gently like you would a young child. I'm here with you. I feel you. I hear you. What do you need right now? Do you need a snack? Do you need to go lie down? Do you need to go shout it out? Do you need to go pound a pillow? I don't know. But whatever it is, be present to it and just go do it. 
that's within your capacity, go do it. Just be present. Don't fight. That is what brought me back into warmer relationship <laughs> with the maker dude. Is when I just utterly surrendered Shell. Just said, okay, maker dude, I don't know why I'm still here. Like, I didn't fight the news. I created in response to it. I took all of the steps. You decided to go in a different direction. Okay, that's fine. I will accept this. But you're going to need to tell me how to now live my purpose because I am very confused by how this all went down. And so when I got the words, go and teach, again, scant information, wow. but I listened. And I can tell you since arriving in Seattle, the instructions, you know, it's not like I got like a nice sheet, but they come regularly enough that I continue to orient and just follow. I go wherever I'm guided, Shell. So that's the advice. Wow. Let your feelings in your body guide you back to the divine that will bring you into whatever the next step is, is going to be. Can I just say one more thing? I know we're short on time. Really want to touch on the concept of co-creation if we can. Yes. Everything yes, is a co-creation. So we we have this amazing capacity that we call free will or agency. That is the gift of the human experience, which is different from autonomy, by the way. Autonomy is what goes on externally. We don't all have the same level of autonomy. We mm -hmm. do have the same level of agency. Mm -hmm. So the seed and the soil, the seed, all seeds have agency, but depending on where they are planted, that will determine whether they reach their full potential. And so, you know what? If you are being guided somewhere, trust that maker dude is just trying to get you to a healthier garden. It's the bottom line. Does that make sense? It is a co-creation. Yes. And that yes. garden that you're going to be led oh, to, it's going to be goodness. better resource. So even though you might be fighting and thinking, I have everything, I don't want to lose. Mm -mm. That dude's got something better in mind. If you can just calm the F down and co-create. <laughs> wow. Wow. That is so powerful. Wow. And because I can, I mean, listen, if, I hate to have you repeat it, but I need you to repeat this because I, I just okay. want to touch on something for those who may just now be joining. To hear you say that, knowing your testimony, like this was in 2020, 2020, just three years ago, right? When you were on this beach. Almost that was exactly three years ago. I mean, just slightly over three years ago, yeah. And you had received the diagnosis of stage, what 
But stage, stage three or four. Stage four, stage four metastatic breast cancer. It, by the time I presented Chanel, so it was a misdiagnosis. And I was aware that I was critically ill. And so um, I came back to Seattle for a second opinion. And that's where the diagnosis was, was properly made. But by the time the diagnosis was made, I was in bone marrow failure. I was um, approaching other organ failure. So I was in visceral crisis, meaning that my kidneys were uh, compromised. My liver function was compromised because, you know, cancer there, cancer throughout my omentum, my, my peritoneum, essentially my abdomen, the front and the back. Like I was just, and I'm still carrying cancer in this body. It's not like it's gone away. We are just, you know, like living harmoniously, at least for now. Yeah. Yes, so the prognosis are. was but grim, and, and even just to be that. here is is like what? Um, there is no good medical or scientific explanation. Um, so I do believe, you know, I don't believe that mindset emotional and you know uh spiritual work is everything but what i do believe is that it is a component i do believe that one of the uh welcome side Absolutely. effects of enhancing quality of life is extension of life even though that was not my goal my goal was just let me make get back good with him and figure out what to do with this right yeah and and that's just how it played out. Wow. Wow. Karen, I need to just wind on that because I am still in awe to hear that because I'm sure three years ago when you were sitting on that beach expecting to die and that three years later you'll be looking the way you do the way you do, showing up the way you do, like that is amazing. And that again, I felt that this you thank you. I'm so thankful that you agreed to show up for this because I believe somebody is going to be empowered by your story. Somebody watching this is probably on their beach right now feeling like that's it. And if so, I pray that this story gives you some faith, gives you some hope, really becomes the reason that you get up, you get up again. It's in pain. And I'm so grateful, so grateful to you, Miss Ramsdale, for showing up in the world, the way you do. There is nobody like you, which is why I call you a, just like you said in your in your TikTok that I watched, honey, you are a bomb in combat boots, for real. That is not just a, a lie, true. And I give thanks to you um, for showing up, for being who you are, for allowing, you know, so much of yourself, dedicate so much of others in this way. So, you know, your own challenges, your own things going on in your world, to be willing to serve others, 
says everything about who you are. Everything. You're amazing. Thank you, Shell. You Thank are absolutely you. Um, amazing. And so, well, I mean, the feeling is mutual. Hold on. No, no, no. You don't, you don't get off that easy. <laughs> In coach training, we had an expression. You spot it, you got it. <laughs> One of the reasons we connected this is there, I, I feel like there are many parallels in our life experiences. So everything that you're saying to me, I could just as easily turn it around and put that spotlight back on you. So thank you. I feel very seen and honored um, because I know who that's coming from. Thank you. Thank you. And so I'm going to wrap up with our wrap up question. So what does the mantra see it, decree it, be it mean to you? Oh, I love your mantra and yet another point of connection. So <laughs> I have three words too, but they're not as clever as, and uh, as pithy as yours. Um, my three are um, uh, truth, agency, and expression. And mm -hmm. I laughed when I first heard your mantra I was like oh my goodness I think we're speaking a similar language although I like the way you worded yours better so see it to me that means see the truth see the truth of the reality of the situation you're in identify the truth of what you really mm -hmm. desire and be honest do not be modest be honest be really clear and be specific, right? Don't be like, oh, I'm hungry. And like you go to a restaurant and just say, I'm hungry. Well, what are they going to do with that? Like if maybe if you're lucky, they'll bring you some random right. food. What but do you want? No, you go into a restaurant and you give mm -hmm. your order. I do that with Maker Dude. And I don't do it in a like an extravagant way. I do it in a, a realistic like, okay, if this is the next step, I hear you. And I surrender. I am willing. I will co-create. I'll do this stuff. But maker dude, I'm a little under-resourced here. And so in order to take this step, this is the minimum amount of resource I need. And I will be so appreciative when that arrives and I can take my step. So you have to have that clarity about desire. The truth. Mm. Then the next thing is you express it. You have the conversation with the divine, right? And this is also equally important. The co-creation also extends in the physical dimension. Yes. So we co-create with others and with physical yes. resources. And so you have to start expressing those needs and desires. You have to start asking for the things that you want and need. And as women, as we were speaking of earlier, we have a tendency not to do that as much as would benefit us to do so. And then, so, so that's what I think of when the, 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 the uh, decree it is the express, mm -hmm. the expression, and then the be it, the agency. So here's another, I think, really important aspect about co-creation is that we have to be the ones to take the first step. 
And so I used to mm. really dislike that expression, let go and let God. I was like, oh, fuck off, man. And he said, yeah. like, no, you got to do something. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, and right, then I was like, right, oh, right. I get it. It's a co-creation, but I have to take the first move. I have to initiate right. the dance. That's what gets us really on the radar. They're like, okay. The Absolutely. But mm-hmm. the agency, the be it, take that first step. No matter how small, yes. there is always room to maneuver, even if we have to start by maneuvering our thoughts, our perspective. That in of itself is enough to initiate. But if you can take physical action, even a tiny step, do it. That's the be it. That's it. Wow. And that's, that, and, and that's it. That's the duet. It's the duet. And it all starts here first, right? It all starts here first. You have to, you have to take the in your mind first. You have to see it. You have to really see where am I orienting? What is my best possible outcome here? What do I really want? Wow. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. And I could do this. Forever, I'm, I'm going to uh, hold you to uh, when you said that you're going to come back. You're going to come back <gasps> another time, right? <laughs> I would love to come back. Oh, my goodness. There's so many things to talk about. And can I say, I really would love to be invited back to talk about failure. Wow. Failure and how to uh, how to navigate that. Um, I am wow. Of walking what I consider to be a literal miracle over the past week. It's still in the co creative process. The ending hasn't happened, which is why I'm not talking about it yet because the story's not complete. But, girlfriend, I think Absolutely. I got a story you're going to want to hear. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Absolutely. It's initiated with failure. With failure. We're going from failure wow. to like, like unbelievable i can't believe all the resources that are like like things are lining up to make something happen yeah that's what i want to hear yes well you already know how i feel about you uh this is your home so thank you again for showing up now all i need you to do now is look at the camera and say see it decree it be it and say it like you mean it may i Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. It's another strategy. There yes. are times yes. when this needs to be pulled out for that conversation with the maker too. Let's go. Because I don't go I don't go all like unworthy. Please. I go like, Mm-mm, this is what we need. Yes. Yes. And you are worthy of it. No more and no less. Yes, just like ma'am. everybody else, we are all no more, no less, and no less. Yes, yes. Okay, so you want me to to say your mantra? I would love absolutely. To say okay, let me look in the camera because I like wandering eye. <laughs> okay, <laughs> see it, decree it, and be it. There it is, y'all. You heard it from the legendary, the one and only, Anne Ramsell.